Hello, live trackers. <laughs> well, okay, so here's the deal. I'm going to run a tone through the board. So all of you out there that haven't quite got yourself squared away yet, go ahead. You've got a little bit of time to go get the cool recreational beverage of choice. And for those of you listening on the archive to the replay, well, sorry, I couldn't edit this out. So that just means you get a test tone, hopefully. Left is left, right is right, and it will be more or less the correct level. So when I'm done with that, the tone will go away and we'll have live tracks.
Well, that was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, and I've got some work to do down here at some point in the future. But for now, we're going to do live tracks, and I'm sure you're all going to enjoy it. At 95.7, this is KDRT, Low Power FM for Davis, California. My name is Jim, and Live Tracks is next. Remember when we were together 
Leon Russell, from his first LP, about 1970, A Song for You. Welcome, this is Live Tracks on KDRT here in Davis, California. My name is Jim, and this is Live Tracks for another Thursday, and a beautiful Thursday it is outside. I've got some pretty interesting stuff, I think, coming up for tonight. I've got a lot of different music, so you all just settle in out there. Enjoy the, enjoy the nice spring, and... Uh, I've been noticing that Venus has been hanging over in the sky on the western side when it comes about evening time. So maybe at some point go ahead and shift outside, lawn chair. This is where the silver 9-volt heart, the, the transistor radio, would come in well. For those of you that don't have boom boxes out in your garage or carport or backyard or balcony or wherever... Transistor radios are really a cool thing. <clears throat> so, where am I headed with all this? <laughs> no, down, it's all downhill from here. Thank you for listening. This is KDRT in Davis. How about a little Johnny Watson from Detroit? I've 
KDRT in Davis. Since I Met You. That was Johnny Watson that was singing that. Johnny Watson, a guitar player and also a, uh, well, he's a blues player back in the 50s and early 60s. And then, of course, everything changed. So he decided he still wanted to make a living. All of a sudden, he's wearing, like, fancy coats with fur collars on him, and he's got lovely-looking ladies draped all over him, and he's leaning up against some fancy Detroit iron, and he was out of Detroit. And he was all of a sudden, he was Johnny Guitar Watson, and he played a kind of a funk, blues, jazz, whatever you want to call that song that you heard there, which was Since I Met You. I have many fond memories of hearing that music when it was available in the 70s on jukeboxes in pool halls and maybe going over to a friend's house and sampling this and that and listening to some vinyl on the stereo. Followed that up with Supertramp from... uh, I've got this written down somewhere... Yeah, Paris, 29th of November, 1979. 
with a song that they call, and I will call. Let's see, I can tell I'm going to have to use my fingers tonight to tell where it is that I have this stuff. There you go. You started laughing. I knew that. And you probably already have. And finished up with In the Morning When I'm Real. That's the Almond Brothers off of a very early recording. Uh, Richard or Robert or Rick or something, Puchetti, P-U-C-E-T-T-I, is the one who wrote that song. That was recorded in the summer or the fall of 1968 over at Muscle Shoals in Georgia. You know, the Giants have got a fantastic new up-and-coming rookie. Well, he's a rookie for the last two days in the majors. And he made a big splash because on the very first game that he played in, in the second at-bat, he hit a home run and 50 or so delirious friends and family flown up from San Diego, had a great old time dancing around in the stands, and then afterwards partying out in front of the Giants' dugout. They won the game, too. His name is Casey Schmidt, and you're going to be hearing more about him unless the same thing happens to him that happened to Brock Purdy, which is that he was too good and the universe said, I'm sorry, you're going to have to take a timeout. So let's all hope that Casey Schmidt stays healthy. And if he does that, then I think the Giants are going to have a very, very, very strong player for years to come. So way to go, Casey. Not so much, though, for the people that make some of the Giants' swag. For the 2023 season, the San Francisco Giants chose nothing like it as the slogan for their advertising campaign, in case you had missed that. However, as this article goes on to mention, there's nothing like wearing an officially licensed hat that misspells the team's home city. Uh-huh, that's right. The Pro Standard Black 2012 World Series Old English Snapback Hat can be found on the official MLB shop. And above the typical interlocking SF logo, which we all know and love, the words San Francisco are misspelled. Okay, so what did they do? They spelled it S-A-N. So far, so good. F-R-A-N, uh, yeah, right, S-I-C-L. So they left out a crucial S. So it's San Francisco, <laughs> spelled in Old English font. Now, you know, the apparel manufacturer's name is Fanatics, and they do this all the time, maybe not misspelling stuff, but they're the ones that put this stuff out. And so it's a 100% handmade goods, authentic leathers, suede, exotic fabrics for the NBA, F NFL, and the Major League Baseball Association. And uh, <laughs> the About Us page says the company is disrupting the industry with new standard standards sought out by athletes. I guess they don't really care if it's spelled correctly, or maybe... This has become an instant collector's item, which it says it won't likely be available for long. 
It was available through Nordstrom at the moment of the writing of this article, which I don't have a date, but I think it was late April of 2023. So you might see if you can check that out 20 years from now. Get it signed by Casey Schmidt, and I guarantee there's your retirement. <laughs> KDRT, am I on the right song? Yes, I am. Davis, California. Go, Johnny, go.
In a tender
Baby. Barry Melton singing a song that he wrote, played by Country Joe and the Fish. Love Machine. From 1967, I believe, originally off of the album Electric Music for the Mind and Body. However, I wasn't able to totally confirm that because somehow I misfiled my LP at home. But this version also is available on a very obscure album. Which I didn't bring down with me, but I intended to. Anyway, it's a good thing that I have some memory cells left. So here's the deal. The album that also it appeared on was... The 1969 release, Best of Country Joe and the Fish. By then, Country Joe had uh, taken an off-ramp into something else. And so the band, Country Joe and the Fish, continued to exist off and on with different incarnations after 1967. But at some point after Woodstock, they semi-disintegrated. But Barry Melton resurfaced here in Davis, California after a stint as public defender in another one of those Bay Area counties. He was the chief public defender of Yolo County, which brought me a lot of, when I first moved here and I heard that and met him down here at DCTV KDRT, uh, I was very glad that he was the chief public defender of the place that I was living at. He was a musician as well as a lawyer. <laughs> so it worked out really well. Barry, if you're out there anywhere, I know you're not listening. You've got too many other things to do, but uh, best wishes to you. First saw him in 2005. He was playing with a group down at the East Street Plaza, and he was chastising the audience. And also the fact that the sound was blasting into a restaurant that sold Thai food, and uh, 
I notice they didn't turn the band down any, though. <laughs> but I digress. Okay. So where am I going now? <laughs> I had an idea, but I think I might just have to go to the next music, which is a great idea, actually. Okay, so here's the deal. I had this album at home that I probably haven't ever listened to much before, and it's called Attack of the Killer Bees. And I think I spent probably too much money on it. But anyway, uh, what it is is B-sides to 45s that were released by a lot of different well-known artists. And so I've got two songs queued up for you on this album here. And one of them was recorded live, and the other one wasn't. And you're going to hear them right now. It's KDRT in Davis.
Blasters from, oh goodness, uh, I don't know, you look it up, it was a live album, but this was off of the Killer Bees, but it was off of a live album originally, they had a short one, it had about four to six songs, I've got it at home also, it's one of those days. Before that, in the sticks, I'll bet you have no idea who did that instrumental, do you? I didn't. If I didn't have the notes here, I would not know. Okay, I'll tell you. The Pretenders. Yeah, I know. That would You would have guessed like 900 different bands before you would have guessed the Pretenders. But that's who it was. And you can listen to it on replay. And if you listen to it on replay out of the KDRT archives, you can get the test tone, too, thrown in at no extra charge. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, you know, this thought that keeps coming into my brain, it, it's like it's there, and then you ever go fishing? You know, you think you've got that one snared, and you're ready to reel it in, and then it's like, no, it's off the hook. It's not there well. I'm afraid this thing's going to keep rotating through my mind, kind of like, you know, and then it won't ever be there when I'm on the air. 
and you really don't care, do you? Oh. So I do have two songs queued. <laughs> I've got two songs queued up. You know, we've got a great new program that is uh, airing now on KDRT. There's a guy in Great Britain, and he's this old-school musician, and he has all these great stories to tell, right? And... There was a person here, one of the one of the people associated with KDRT, that evidently knew how to get in touch with the guy, and uh, his handler for a station back in back east wouldn't allow his show to be also broadcast on our station, probably because they knew we would just be too good and we'd outshine them and draw away listeners. But as a result. <laughs> Regardless of the reason why, this gentleman decided to go ahead and produce an hour's worth of programming, which he sends off to KDRT every week for your listening enjoyment. Now you're going to ask me, well, when is this show on? And what's the name of it? And I'm going to have to tell you, I have no idea. <laughs> it's kind of going to be that way for the rest of the evening. So I don't think you should really hold high hopes. But hey, if you get in the groove and you go with it, you'll be fine. <laughs> Not only that, but that means that if you go to the kdrt.org website and you look at the schedule, and you fiddle around with it, you're going to find the show. Now, I do know, as a clue, <laughs> that it replays from 5 to 6, or maybe that's the new one. Anyway, it does play from 5 to 6 on KDRT in the afternoon. So look it up there, and then you can find the other time that it plays, which I can't recall at the moment. And I have really no idea what's going to play next, except that it was recorded out on the back lot years ago, I think about 2008, something like that, Belle Francisco. And she had a band with her, and it was kind of a hodgepodge setup. We had a great time. It sounded great if you were there. And I just can't resist playing this recording every now and then, and... I've been out looking at Venus and the stars in the sky in the evening and full moon that was last week and things like that. And it's just a really cool time of year to be staring up at the sky. And so I highly recommend it. And while you're doing that and the sun goes down, maybe you should just kind of let yourself drift away on this song. This is KDRT, Davis.
Mr. Dennis Stoner on congas. Woo! Thank you for coming up. Susie Browning on vocals and her own music as well. Thank you so much. Mazarius on the ukulele. Cedar Seeger on the guitar. On percussions, Johnny Flores.
1963, that's when that song first came out, graced the airwaves, you can just imagine. Well, maybe you can't. 1963, Paul Revere and the Raiders. Know the name of the song, do you? Yeah. Louie Louie, which I think first came out about 1961 or two, made famous by a relatively obscure band up in the Pacific Northwest who... uh, And then there's some story about the FBI being concerned because they didn't really know what the lyrics were all about, and after a congressional investigation, nobody knew what the lyrics were all about, and so they said, well, whatever. Your tax dollars at work, which I think leads really well into this week in Beatles history because on this day in 1966 in Studio 2 for about 11 hours, starting at 2.30 in the afternoon, they were recording Taxman. Hmm. And then they started working on some other stuff too, I guess to be from completely bored. Uh, So they worked on... Uh, 
a song called, they were calling at the time, Granny Smith, right? Well, that was actually a working title for the song that ended up being called Love You Too, which actually I have no idea what song that is. Well, anyway, for no one, they worked on some of that and et cetera. You can tell that actually working in a recording studio, even if it's the most famous, successful band in the world, can actually begin to be a bit of a grind when they're just hour after hour after hour. So for all of you out there that have weird eight-hour-a-day jobs that you're not really too satisfied with, hey, at least you get to go home. But I was kind of jumping into the middle of this day in Beatles history. All right. 1961, a performance at the Top Ten Club in the Reeperbahn in Hamburg. They spent a lot of 1961 there. For the first week, the Please Please Me LP was number one in 1963 in the United Kingdom. We're talking about May 11th here. For the first week. So you could actually make a case that the balloon went up about now on the Beatles. Obviously, they were incredibly famous and well popular in Great Britain before the, the album hit number one, but... There's confirmation for you. And so I guess because they're working musicians, this same day, 1963, uh, they played at a concert at the Imperial Ballroom in Nelson. 1964 saw the United States release a four-song EP. And let's see, that's called Four by the Beatles in this country. Roll Over Beethoven, All My Loving, This Boy, and Please Mr. Postman. And you'll notice something going on here. If you ever bought the second album release for the Beatles in the United States by Capitol, Please Mr. Postman was on that. So Capitol was basically trying to make whatever money they could, whenever they could, wherever they could. Jerry and the Pacemakers, when Brian Epstein returned from the United States to England in 1964 on this day. A couple of songs were sent via airmail to Capitol Records on this day in 1965, Dizzy, Miss Lizzie, and Bad Boy. They were shooting some of the movie Help at Cliveden House in Buckinghamshire in 1965. Rubber Soul is still in the top 10 in 1966. It's the 23rd week it's in the top 10 in the United Kingdom. 1967, they're recording Baby, You're a Rich Man. Uh, yeah, that was recorded at Olympic Sound, Stu Olympic Sound Studios. And that was the first song that was recorded and mixed completely outside Abbey Road. Baby or a Rich Man. 1968, yeah, John and Paul and everybody else, Mal Evans, Derek Taylor, Neil Aspinall, they all went to New York to promote Apple Corp. Corporation. 
And they stayed at the residence, the two of them anyway, John and Paul, stayed at the residence of Nat Weiss, who was a lawyer for Brian Epstein and the Beatles in the United States. 1969 recording of Tell Your Mother She's Out of Tune by Jack Bruce on guitar. And I, you know, or George Harrison on guitar. I gave a listen to that song. (laughs) And it really pretty much blows chunks. So I didn't bother to play it for you tonight. But that was happening in 1969. And The Long and Winding Road in For You Blue was released on a single in the United States here in 1970. John and Yoko in 1972 appeared on The Dick Cavett Show and etc. Now because my brother who rates rather highly in my book is having a birthday next week I thought that I would go ahead and Note a few high points for what is happening on his birthday throughout the years in Beatles history. So this is May 16th. I'm spilling the beans, Bill. Now everyone's going to know when you were born, May 16th. 1961, they had a performance at the Top Ten Club in Hamburg. They were on a television show, Pops and Lenny, which was transmitted live in 1963 on the BBC. 1964, they were making money off the song Can't Buy Me Love, seventh week in the top 30 in the Billboard charts in this country, 1966. There was an article in a newspaper from Richmond, Indiana, called The Palladium, and it's quoting the Beatles' manager as saying the Beatles will slip in a couple of years. According to this, Brian Epstein said that in a stopover in Richmond, Indiana. And evidently someone posing as Brian gave this false news. Dear me. Hmm. Boy, that good thing that doesn't happen anymore. I don't think it really affected people very much. 1969, Ringo got on board the Queen Elizabeth II to sail to the United States for the filming of The Magic Christian. He could see where the Beatles were going. Actually, they did get back together to do Abbey Road, but they weren't doing that in May. He went with Maureen, his two children, Peter Sellers, and George Harrison and Patty Boyd Harrison. And... John and Yoko decided to live permanently in the United States, and they wanted to join Ringo and the others on the trip. But John couldn't get his visa to enter the United States. And in 1970, Bill, on your birthday, Let It Be Single was the 10th week in the top 30 billboard charts in the United States. And... I know you ended up buying this album, and it was just weird. Hard to listen to at parts. Live Peace in Toronto, 19th week in the rankings for Billboard. That's a long this day of Beatles history, but hey, it's the way it goes out there in the music world. You know, one other thing I wanted to mention before I get too far away from it, 
about an hour ago, I played a song by Hardwater that I didn't back announce. And I really felt bad about that when I realized half an hour later that I hadn't back announced it. I played a song called My Girl Josephine, and that was Hardwater, and it was recorded on the 16th of June in 2007, right back there in our DCTV television studio. Well, you know, we have ways of making up for mistakes down here at Live Tracks Land. One of which is to go ahead and play something else from Hardwater. It's equally groovy and cool and actually very poignant. You know, our former executive-in-chief who wanted to be emperor and... Um, I don't know. He could well qualify as the most lame individual to ever suck air in this country outside of mass murderers. And he's still out there warbling around, and if you want to, you can tune in on the latest whatever. But when I first heard Hardwater play this song back in 2007, I kept thinking to myself... Who would this song best apply to? You know, never really quite fit. But man, it fits like a glove on this guy. So thank you, John Swan. Thank you, Cedar Seeger, Peter Janata, Bob Lindley, Johnny Flores on drums. You guys rock, dude. Here we go. Your mind is on vacation. KDRT. Davis, California. You stand there yakking in my face. You're trying to act like you're on the place, you know. The silence was golden. You would never raise a dime. Cause your mind is on vacation and you're mouth is working overtime You're quoting figures, dropping names You're telling stories and you're playing games You always laugh when things ain't funny You're trying to act like you don't need money But if talking was criminal You would need a life of crime Cause your mind is on vacation and your Mouth is working on the time. You 
Life is short, talk is cheap. Don't be making promises that you can't keep. You don't like the song I sing, just grin and bear it. You know, I've got to say is if the shoe fits, wear it. And if you must keep talking, please try to make it right. Because your mind is on vacation and your mouth is working overtime. Because your mind is on vacation and your mouth is working overtime. Because your mind is on vacation and your mouth is working overtime. Thank you. <laughs> Hardwater. From 2007, recorded down here at DC TV in front of a live audience. John Swan there on vocals, Cedar Cedar on bass, Peter Janata on keyboards, Bob Lindley on the electric violin, and Johnny Flores on the drums. It's KDRT and Live Tracks in Davis, and I realize I made a hash of the last back announcement which I think is going to just end up being the way things go tonight. You know, I had a, the last set of music colliding with Bell Francisco recorded out and back here during a sort of a back lot party performance that we had a number of years ago, I want to say around 2008 or 2009. Um, followed that up with Wings from the triple LP, Wings at the Speed of Sound, I think the song was recorded about 1976 during an American tour. It's part of a world tour they were on, Medicine Jar. And Wings, of course, was Paul McCartney and others, and then filled it out with Louie Louie, Paul Rear and the Raiders, 1963. And earlier, about a while ago, What Will Lucy Do? That was the Blasters Live and In the Sticks by the Pretenders and etc. So where am I at now? I've still got a fair amount of time left, which means I can go ahead and do this. So so I'm looking at this thing here. This is a song that was recorded in 1989 in August in Athens, Georgia. If you ever heard of the group, the Jody Grind, this is a short one here, and I think if I can get it done in time and get it queued up, I'm going to go with absolutely the most bizarre song that perhaps I've ever played on live tracks by Lori Anderson, and it's called Walk the Dog. I may not get through all of the song, okay? Um, None of us here are into, you know, abuse and, and mental or whatever flagellation. And so, you know, um, but I'm going to, I think, throw it on there just because, uh, I don't know, it's kind of weird, but... Maybe it's the allergies. Right. KDRT. So here you go. (laughs) Um, Love, Love Alone, the Jody Grind, 1989.
money Take his store Leaving that lady from Baltimore It was love, 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 love alone now Cause King Edward to leave his throne now You take his money, you can take his boat Leave him only with his milking goat Cause it was love, 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 love alone Cause King Edward to leave his throne I don't know what Miss Simpson got in her boat Make a king want to leave his throne, but it was love, 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 love. Cause King Edward to leave his throne, love, yeah, love, 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 yeah, love, love, love. Cause King Edward to leave his throne. I saw a lot of trees today, and they were all made of wood. Well, they were wooden trees, and they were made entirely of wood. Your shirt was on fire, and your hair was on fire, and flames were licking all around your feet. And I did not know what to do. And then a thousand violins began to play. Really did not know what to do. So I just decided to go out and uh, walk the dog. I went to the movies. And I saw a dog 30 feet high. And this dog was made entirely of light. And he filled up the whole screen. And his eyes were long hallways. He had those long. Well 
medicine, Major ringing medicine, calls her on the phone. Can I take you out to the pictures, John? But as she's getting ready to go, I know. KDRT in Davis, California. Yes, we are still checking little bits and pieces of stuff down here. Well, okay, we all gave Lori Anderson a really good listen, and I think the verdict out there is... Don't call us. We'll call you. I don't know. I suppose some people might somehow find something somewhat compelling about it. Started out that set of music there with um, Your Mind is on Vacation. That was 
John Swan on vocals, Hardwater. And then after that, we had, uh, well, we had Laurie Anderson, a song that was called Walk the Dog. Well, it wasn't really a song, was it? Eh, whatever. Maxwell's Silver Hammer. There's an indication there. See, <clears throat> what happens when you take talented songwriting individuals, you put them together with a good company and recording staff and visionary type people and equipment, and you create a melody around a very, very bizarre concept. Versus just being weird. Besides that, there was just no tonal quality at all to that Laurie Anderson song, voice over whatever it was. Bummer, dude. <laughs> what have I got to read to you all? Well, <laughs> how about this? In the Hopewell Township in New Jersey, a metallic object believed to be a meteorite punched a hole in the roof of a central New Jersey home this week. Smashed into a hardwood floor, bounced around a bedroom. Nobody was hurt. And there wasn't any serious damage to the residents, aside from the hole in the roof and the walls of the bathroom or the bedroom. It measured about four by six inches, weighed about four pounds. Now the family who owns the home, last name of Cop, K-O-P, and, and Susie, I'm assuming the mom said they initially thought someone had thrown a rock into an upstairs bedroom Monday, but soon realized that wasn't the case. <laughs> and so they're going to meet with an astrophysicist who will further examine the object. Quote, we're thinking it's a meteorite. And it came through here, hit the floor, and ricocheted up to this part of the ceiling, etc., etc. She said, I did touch the thing because I thought it was a random rock, but it was still warm. And hazmat officials responded to their home to check it out along with their family in case they had been exposed to some kind of radioactive material. But all those checks were negative. Well, all I've got to say to Susie is, didn't you ever see the blob back in the 1950s? Steve McQueen, a young Steve McQueen. Yeah, no one believed him when he said that there was some kind of a goo that was oozing out of the diner. And then next thing you know, it's like, well, a lot of people are getting gobbled up by this. And what was it? It was a meteorite. Somebody touched it, and it fell apart, and then it oozed up their arm. And the next thing you know, they were part of the blob. It's hard to believe there's people in this country that don't know what to do when a foreign object that could be a blob falls into your bedroom. Touch it with a stick, see? And then make sure you don't hold onto the stick when it crawls up the stick and onto your arm. This KDRT, Live Tracks, Davis, California. So years ago, when I lived in Davis, I used to have to go back home for like Thanksgiving and Christmas and all the summer holidays, see the folks 
My folks grew up in Humboldt County. Anybody from Humboldt County out there? No, I didn't think so. Usually when you go up to Humboldt County, you don't, they don't let you out. You're stuck there, but they did let me out. As long as I went back every fall, I'll let you simmer on that for a second. But now, now it's just all like creams for the back and gummies and stuff so I can sleep. <sighs> you know what I'm talking about. Back in the day, in the college days, it was a whole different thing. But now it's all, it's all medicinal and stuff, trying to just get through the next day. Um, anyway, this is a song about Garberville, which is in southern, Cal uh, southern Humboldt County, right there on the border between Humboldt and Mendocino. The, uh, the triangle area, you know what I'm talking about. Um, anyway, this one goes out to my friends from Garberville. Tinted black tomorrow morning, her head back. 
San Pablo Avenue, past the REI in the racing track to the building with a roof that's swinging back. Transcendental mystical gem, leaning on the river of my new friend, Santa Rosa, in my mirror, going to get the hill back out of here. I'm back to the blue, I see the breeze of the Eel River of the redwood trees. I'm a buddy that's floating down with these. Sweet life that's been calling me temptation, salvation, dedication, destinations where
Hope you all had your speakers cranking up. If you could handle the v- DBs, that's the nickel slots from the 7th of November 2019. Two songs there Garberville and Feast of Fools. Those are original nickel slots, as so many others. And as a bonus, Friday on the weekend of the Davis Music Festival coming up here in June. KDRT will be over at Sudwerk Broadcasting Live, and the Nickel Sluts will be one of the bands that will be performing over there at Sudwerk. So, hey, enjoy the the Davis Music Festival. Come on. Uh, well, can't do a call for action, but I can say that we're going to be there so I can promote us. And us means them. (laughs) So come on over and say hi. I'll be twiddling knobs at least for a little while until I go off in reverie. So anyway, two from the nickel slot, 7 November 2019, Garberville and Feast of Fools. And I just have time, I think, to get this song in there. This is from Joe Craven and the Sometimers, and I didn't write down what year, but whatever. It doesn't matter. It's fairly recent, and it's a cool song. KDRT Davis. Space. I flower seeds in the sand and stone. 
Oh, may the far winds blow you safely home. Roll away, roll away the day. 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 I'll tell you where the far winds dwell. child that rings that bell may have one good name, baby you can't tell one watch by night one watch by day you get confused listen to the music play Blow you home again. 
Joe Craven and the Sometimers. That would have been Joe Craven on the fiddle in, or mandolin. And then you had Bruce McMillan on guitar and Jonathan Stoyanoff on bass. Hattie Craven was doing a little bit of chorus vocals on that song. And I forgot the name of the drummer, Doug Somebody or Other. I don't know how you put that on a form. This is KDRT finishing up here in Davis, California. And I've got one more song, which we'll get all of or part of, depending on how lucky we are. So Joe Craven, Sometimers, Nickel Slots, these are all bands that are around in this area. I've just, it's so rich with music. Good gracious sakes alive. So I want to wish everyone out there a very, very, very happy rest of your week. Mother's Day, if you're... Uh, going that route <laughs> I think everyone is except if of course maybe she's passed away already and then it becomes a poignant moment but try and make the best of it because what are you going to do otherwise everyone has a mother even the most worthless human being on the planet although she may not really have wanted to admit that that was her son Hmm. Well, that's for another day. This has been Live Tracks on KDRT Davis. This is going to be Robert Plant with a common rock and roll standard called Little Sister with Rock Estra at the concert for Kampuchea. Thank you for listening. Peace. Sister, don't you kiss me once or twice? Say it's fair.
sisters, don't you do? 